Hello, welcome back to the Comic Fade Podcast. Uh, my name is Jacob. Today I'm joined with Jeremy and Chandler. Um, we are not joined by Derek today because he is extremely busy and he's watching Alien for possibly an upcoming video and um, he couldn't make it to the podcast today. But your main three hosts are here. Um, yeah, we're all here and ready to talk about news on the podcast. Hello, so, um, yeah. Also, uh, kind of exciting news. Chandler last week was just a guest star, but now he's fully a part of the team and everything, yeah. so he's going to be on the podcast as a regular now. So, yes, that's exciting. Um, yeah, so let's just get into the news. Um, so, first of all, uh, this is the newest thing in news. This just happened like a few hours ago or a few minutes ago. Uh, there's a new image of Mara from Aquaman. Uh, James Wan posted it on Twitter. And what do you guys think of the new image of Mara? Um, um, it looks pretty good. Um, I like it, actually. I like the green, the color of her hair. It's all really popping. It's eye-popping. You can notice it straight from the back. It's looks really good. I like it. Can't wait for the movie. I noticed that it's a little bit different than the, her one for Justice League. But I think I think I like the one from Justice League a little bit better, but I'm still it looks great. Everything I've, that's happening about this movie looks great. Yeah, it I really like it. It um I think it goes with uh Jason Momoa's Aquaman costume really well. Like they complement yeah. each other. I really I like that green. I like her hair. The colors really look nice. I think it looks really good. Um, so yeah, that's basically that's one of the first images of Aquaman we have so far, which started production a few weeks ago. So, that's all we have so far. And, um, speaking of Aquaman, we're just going to jump down because we're already talking about Aquaman. Um, Ludi Lin from Power Rangers was cast as Merc in Aquaman this week, which is pretty cool. I didn't see Power Rangers yet, but, um, that's still, we more, uh, more cast for Aquaman. So, would, have you guys seen Power Rangers? Um, I've seen Power Rangers. Um, Louis Lin is good. He's not in it as much as some of the other Rangers, but he's still pretty good, the whole cast. Um, if I had to cast him as anybody, it would be Aqualad, but I don't see they're not going with that. So, yeah, um, this is a pretty good casting choice. I can't wait to see him. I'm not familiar with the character, but hopefully they're doing justice. Uh, same for me, but I'm... I think he would be a lot better as Aqualad, but I'm not sh- exactly sure who Merc is. I'm not too familiar with him, but I'm also not too familiar with the actor other than Power Rangers, so it's 50-50 for me. Yeah, I don't know much about uh, the whole Aquaman lore anthology because I'm not a huge Aquaman yeah. fan, so I don't really know who Merc is, but it's exciting. You know, they're growing the cast and more cast members and everything. And yeah. Yeah, I think this is cool. Um I haven't seen Power Rangers, but I won't. I'll get around to it one day soon, hopefully, probably. But he looks really good in the trailers. He's the Black Ranger, I think, right? I think he's yeah. a black, yeah, so. black, black Ranger. Um, shit. Uh, yeah, but <laughs> yeah, it looks cool. Um. Uh, yeah. So next we have uh all of the Wonder Woman stuff that has been going on. Um, so there's a lot of new TV spots and a lot of new, um, posters. She's on a magazine and all that sorts of stuff. Um, there's, yeah, just a lot of promotion because the movie's coming out soon. So it's just been this huge marketing push the past week, week or so. 
Um, so what do you guys think of all of it that we've seen in these past few weeks? Everything looks great. Like the last trailer, that was amazing. The posters, I love the color and the aesthetic of it all. Um, I'm really actually getting excited for this movie more than I was before, and I just can't wait to see Gal Gadot and Patty Jenkins work together on this movie. It looks amazing. Can't wait. Yeah, um, yeah, I'm, I'm really excited. I like, I like what we've seen. These new posters are really nice. All the posters yeah. are really good. Yeah, everything that I've seen for this movie makes me really excited, and the early buzz about it everyone's saying that it's apparently really good too that makes me even more excited and uh tv spots like they've pretty much been the same footage like kind of used again but uh it still makes me really excited for the movie and that last trailer was really well done so yeah I, i like it yeah i like all the posters with the orange background stuff and i like yeah they focus a lot on gal gadot's wonder woman so yeah, but I like all these posters and the magazine covers we're getting and stuff. It's pretty cool. Um, yeah, I'm excited for this movie because we're not that far away. I think next podcast, we're going to be like right at the release of Wonder Woman almost, like within yeah. a week of it. So probably a lot of Wonder Woman talk next podcast as well. Yeah. Um, yeah, so a lot of DCEU today. But um, The Flash, so there was a lot of discourse going on with The Flash uh, this these last two weeks. It's kind of all over the place. Um, yeah. But the directors, uh, because Rick Fuamia, I think is how you say it, dropped out of directing The Flash. So there's no director for the movie right now. Um, but there was rumors like we were going to get Sam Raimi and then Mark Webb and Matthew Vaughn and all these directors and uh, Robert Zemeckis. And everyone got excited. And then a few of them, I think, are not coming back or not directing the movie. And then I don't even know what's going on. There's so much happening. But. I think Sam Raimi and Mark Webb are not doing it for sure, is what the whole, the final news story is, and they're still looking at Matthew Vaughn, who did Kingsman. So, yeah, that's kind of what we have so far, as directors go. And uh, the same thing, that weird thing happened with him saying that his dad left. The Yeah. That, uh, that was really weird, because that lasted like a day, and and it was back to no he didn't actually yeah entertainment weekly reported that the actor who's going to play um the flash's father henry allen uh, entertainment weekly reported that he left the flash movie and then uh the hollywood reporter reported like two hours after that he's not leaving and then i think entertainment weekly retracted their 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 (laughs) statement that he left so i i don't know if he's in it or not i don't know what's going on it's kind of crazy but I think he's I think he's in. I don't know how that rumor even started. Yeah. Entertainment Weekly kind of ran it as a fact, and it freaked everyone out because it was so random. But, yeah, it seems like they're really trying to get this movie together because it's coming out next year. So they're trying to get The Flash <laughs> and it's on its feet here and start moving in production. The yeah. thing I can hope for the most is that they end up getting Matthew Vaughn because I said that last week that I'll watch anything that he makes and Sam Raimi's a really good choice, too, but I think, yeah, that final report said that him and Mark Wiff dropped out. But I really hope that they're able to get Matthew Vaughn. Yeah, Matthew Vaughn's Flash, I think, would be really interesting. Um, yeah. He was rumored for Man of Steel 2 as well. Yeah. And now it's the Flash. So, I, yeah, I think he's circling the DCEU right now, trying to do something. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I'll... his Flash would be really cool, I think. It'd be interesting. 
Yeah, I like Matthew Vaughn. Um, he's one of my favorite uh, directors to work with today, especially for action movies and comic movies. Um, Robert Zemeckis, I only seen a few of his films: The Back to the Future trilogy, Forrest Gump. I think that was him, and <clears throat> he's a pretty good choice. I wouldn't be the first choice I choose, but he won an Oscar, so getting an Oscar winner, winning director to direct a DCEU movie would be pretty good for them. Um, Sam Raimi. I've only seen Evil Dead 1 in the Spider-Man trilogy, so yeah, those are pretty good. I hope they get them to direct them. Mark Webb, the only work I've seen of his is um, those superhero movies. <laughs> yeah, so I probably wouldn't choose him. <laughs> Actually, um, yeah, I wouldn't choose Mark Webb, but I think 500 Days of Summer is like my favorite romance movie of all time. And then he just had that film come out a few weeks ago uh, with Chris Evans, Gifted. So, I th- Mark Webb... Oh, that was him? Yeah, that was Mark yeah, Webb. I forgot that was him. So, um, Mark Webb, I don't like the Amazing Spider-Man films at all. But I think he's more of like a romance kind of personal story yeah, kind definitely. of thing. I don't really think he would fit the Flash that yeah. well. Peter and Gwen were the best part of those movies because they're romance. Yeah, he is good yeah. at romance. Kinda, so yeah. Yeah, I think he would kind of really focus on Iris and Barry too much, and then it would kind of turn into, like, <laughs> The Amazing Spider-Man, but with The Flash. Yeah. And, yeah, that's oh, no. something... I don't I don't think anybody would want, really, Mark Webb's The Flash. Sam Raimi's interesting, too, because he's more of, like, a horror director. Yeah. It's like... It, yeah, he doesn't really fit The Flash, either, so I'm kind of... Like, I love, I love the Spider-Man trilogy, but even there's, like, parts in that trilogy where he really shows, like how much of a horror directory is like the final fight in um the first one where like peter's like bleeding and stuff and like that fight's yeah. brutal oh, yeah. so it's yeah that's interesting those are interesting choices but it's i hope it's matthew vaughn because i think that really fits yeah um yeah so next uh we get to trash the cw even more <laughs> uh, they released a trailer for black lightning uh which i don't i don't even know i don't even know what black lightning is but it, it's it looks it, it doesn't look good. Very surprisingly, it's I know it's crazy, but it doesn't look that great. Um, yeah, I don't. I don't I, the trailer's like it's just bad. It looks like an old man in a really bad suit, and I don't know why this exists. And it's not even connected to Arrow either, apparently. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. I hate Arrow too, but if you're gonna do it, at least connect it to Arrow. I mean, I don't even know what the point of the show really is. It's, yeah. I didn't even bother to watch it. I don't really care about the CW, says the guy who watched all season one of Riverdale. But anyways, <clears throat> at the point, I didn't watch the trailer. I'm not interested in other superhero stuff. Um, But the suit, I think it looks like a Boss Logic edit. So that's <laughs> Yeah, um, yeah, it does. So I'm I'm just gonna sit this one out. Didn't see it. Won't bother to see it. Yeah, yeah, I don't think, I don't think it's gonna make it past season one. (laughs) I do know who Black Lightning is though. I am familiar with the character. I just, I don't care about him enough to watch the show. I think if I mean, I think uh, because we're talking about very similar characters, I think it'd be really cool if we got like Netflix Static Shock, if DC wants to do something like that. That would be. Amazing. I know Black Lightning and Static Shock are very, you know, they're connected and such. But I think, I wish, yeah, yeah, Netflix's Static Shock would be awesome. I wish the, I wish DC just wouldn't have these CW shows because I've tried 
watching all of them at least like once or twice and I can just never get into them. They're all really bad. I couldn't get past the second episode of Arrow. Yeah, that's, I think that's where I stopped on that show. Yeah, it's... They, yeah, I, I wish they would just quit because it's not... I think the only people that watch it at this point are a very select few who for some reason yeah. think it's good. And I don't really... <laughs> I don't really like the CW shows that much. I think they'd be better off because Fox does Gotham, and I don't really enjoy Gotham, but it's at least better than the shows they have in the CW. Yeah. So, you know, they should kind of either continue what they have with Fox or move to Netflix or do something that's not the CW. HBO shows connecting to the DCU. That would be amazing. HBO, yeah, that would like a Batman HBO show. That would be <laughs> like just like fantastic. Like unbelievable. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that's Black Lightning. Very exciting. Uh. <laughs> so next we have a Destiny Two gameplay trailer. Um. Yeah, I don't. I'm. I'm not a fan of Destiny, so I don't really care about oh. this. But it's, it's um, whatever. Did you play the first one? Yeah. Um. Jeremy, have you played the first Destiny? Um. No, I have seen gameplay. It. Yeah. The first one is. Uh, everyone kind of hates it because it's like it, it's it's almost it's a lot like battlefront where we talked about that before where it's like you buy a game and then you buy 15 yeah, dlcs yeah. just to get the full game the full experience yeah. so i yeah when i first bought the game I, I had it for maybe two weeks and then it was to the point where it had to you had to buy the expansion or whatever to play the rest of the game and so i sold it yeah, I I had the game and then I like I beat it within a day and then he, there was like already selling two expansions and stuff and I was like yeah. Oh, yeah let's not it's just yeah so Destiny two it doesn't really look that that different from the first one either the gameplay wise it looks a lot of people are calling Destiny one point five because it does just kind of look like another expansion <laughs> to the first one like the the graphics look very very similar and the guns look similar it doesn't really look like they improved anything at all so yeah Bungie is yeah that's not they're not doing so they're not doing so amazing with the yeah. whole destiny thing and it, it confuses me too because they they put like the destiny was in development for like years and years like 10 plus years it was in development why didn't they just release a full game yeah that's i don't because it, like halo i forgot which halo it was but like i think halo 2 um, there was like a, there was a Destiny uh, reference, like there was a poster that said Destiny, and it showed like a planet because Bungie made both games, and it was like a big thing, and that was like 15 years ago, and then the game comes out, and it's totally half baked, and there's like no effort put into it. It's like what have you been spending all these years doing? <laughs> like, yeah. Really? I um, didn't see the trailer, but um, one thing I just wish that game developers to stop doing these giving making us pay a full price for a game but not giving us a full game that's just annoying yeah it's that's it's a business practice that is not that's not fun uh injustice 2 came out tuesday and it's kind of very similar to that where it's like before the game was even out they were already promoting a special deluxe super edition for a hundred dollars which came with all these skins and season passes and stuff and it's like the game's not even out yet, and you're already, like, promoting content that you can't get. So, it's it sucks. But, you know. Um, so, about video games and Netflix, we're gonna bring it together. Uh, Netflix is The Witcher. 
Um, so they're going to be doing a series about the Witcher novels and video games. Um, which, have you guys, like, do you know anything about the Witcher? Or have you guys played no, the games? No, I have not. Oh, okay. Well, um, yeah, it was like, it was a book series that was turned into, like, a trilogy of video games. Um, they're really good, but they're extremely, like, story-heavy. They're a lot like Lord of the Rings and Game of Thrones, that kind of thing. Uh, yeah, so this is, like... I'm I'm excited for this. You know, any Netflix show is probably going to be good because Daredevil and all that. Yeah. So, yeah. I'm excited. I think The Witcher is really cool, and it's going to bring a huge audience to the whole novels and video games and stuff. So, yeah, it's exciting. Yeah. Um, I might, I might watch it because um, I never – I heard of the games, but I never ever heard of um, the novels, and that's pretty interesting because it's a video game based off a novel. That's a pretty – interesting concept and netflix show now this is bringing the full circle it's i hope they have a bunch of talent on this the best of the best for this one i know about the enough about the game to know that it's a giant world so they can't really you know they have to give us a big budget and everything i just hope they do it justice and yeah i'm really excited for this kind of yeah i am um yeah i'm excited i think it's a cool idea the whole um, Witcher thing, I think it would fit Netflix really well as long as they give it a good budget. Netflix normally doesn't really do anything wrong unless it's Amy Schumer, but most of their shows are <laughs> high quality. Um, there's a few that I don't like, you know, 13 Reasons Why, but most of them I think are good. When they give it when just, they give it a good budget, it ends up being good. That's usually how the Netflix shows work. Yeah. I can wait for them. I hope they turn more video games into TV shows. Maybe a Legend of Zelda TV series would be not out of the question, but maybe something like that. Yeah, like Breath of the Wild kind of series would be amazing. Um, yeah. Yeah, so that's Netflix's The Witcher. Uh, next, this is interesting. Um, James Franco's The Disaster Artist got picked up by A24, which is a production company who made Moonlight, if I'm not mistaken, or produced yeah. Moonlight. Yeah, so this is like... These are some, they, they produce some amazing films. So, James Franco's The Disaster Artist, which is a, <laughs> a film, it, a comedy, I guess, based off Tommy Wiseau, Wiseau the, you know, the movie The Room, uh, which is like the most famous bad movie of all time. Uh, so, I James Franco's making a comedy off of it. It's got Dave Franco. <laughs> I'm excited. Um, yes, what do you guys think of this? Uh, I'm, I can't. Go ahead. I, I'm really excited for it, just because of the cast alone and uh, the people who've already seen it, the early screenings or whatever. They've said that it was really entertaining, and so the cast alone, like Brian Cranston and Seth Rogen and James Franco and everybody, that just I definitely am going to watch it. And the fact that A24 picked it up, that just makes me even more excited about it. Yeah, I was. <laughs> Yeah, I was interested to see, like, how this was going to go down, because they got, like, standing ovations and stuff at yeah. like, film festivals, and um, I was just, like, I was really I was really interested in this film, and then when A24 picked it up, I'm, like, I'm sure it's going to be a good film now. I'm, like, actually really excited for this, because The Room is such, like, a classic bad movie, and I love it. Like, I love it in a weird way, where it's, like, a cult classic now, just because I don't, I don't know why, but... <laughs> How terrible it is. Yeah, how like horrendous it is, and it's become like yeah. this big thing where everybody loves it because it's bad. 
So it's also got Zac Efron in this film and Dave Franco and Josh Hutcherson. So, uh, yeah, I'm mm-hmm. excited for this. Yeah, me too. Uh, I just I'm just now hearing like all the cast members and stuff. I didn't know it had this many in it, and the, it's a pretty good cast. Um, Dave James Franco. I never seen him direct before, so I'm kind of excited to see how he's going to do this. The Room, it's the best movie of all time. I give it 10 <laughs> Jeff Goldblums out of 10. Oh, I yeah. Um, actually, while you mention that, I just want to say that Jeff Goldblum stole my ranking system. Yeah. This, yeah. I've, I might sue him. I don't know. I'm thinking about it. But that that really... like It was like two days after the podcast came out, um, and he said something about 10 Jeff Goldblums out of 10 Jeff Goldblums. Yeah. He and probably I was, watches. He, I think he does watch the Comic Fade podcast, actually. Yeah, he probably does. I think he that heard me say that, and he's adapted the ranking system for himself. So, uh, if Jeff Goldblum's watching this, I just want to say thank you for um, adopting my ranking system, because it means a lot to me. Um, hi, Jeff. Hi, yeah, hi, Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> okay, anyway, um, the, the more super, more superheroes and more video games, so... Lego Marvel Super Heroes 2 uh, got kind of leaked, kind of announced. We got a first look. We got the box art, um, which shows Spider-Man 2099 and Spider-Gwen and all kinds of stuff. And we got kind of a release date, which is this year, holiday this year. It's coming to Switch, PS4, Xbox One, and PC. So, what do you guys think? Um, I play a bunch of Lego games. Um recently lego marvel avengers and lego star wars the force awakens sometimes they get they're a little repetitive but they're still so much fun to play especially uh multiplayer i can't wait to see like the different like the comic version like spider gwen and spider-man 2099 uh it's gonna be really good um i just hope they bring the x-men and the fantastic four in here because they left them out of lego marvel avengers yeah that's like that's my one big hope because lego marvel superheroes is my favorite lego game just because it has like Avengers, Fantastic Four, X Men, like everyone's in it. It's just like really based off Marvel Comics. And then they did a sequel which is uh Marvel's Lego Marvel Avengers, which was like basically just a Lego MCU and it was kinda really bland because there was no X Men and no Fantastic Four. And now they're doing this, so I hope this time they bring back, you know, all the comic characters and just really go for it and, you know, include x-men fantastic four all that kind of stuff because i think that's the key to making a good lego marvel game yeah i um i really enjoyed the first what is it what's the actual title of it the... lego marvel superheroes that's okay just... yeah i i really enjoyed the first one i um i bought it when it first came out and uh i played it a lot but that i just want to play as the guardians of the galaxy like that's the only reason that i bought the game in the first place and then Baby Groot's on the front of this one, and I think Rocket Raccoon is too. So yeah, yeah, he's in. The, I'm in probably gonna art. get it. Yeah, I'm. Um, yeah, so I'm looking at the box art. They got uh, Baby Groot, uh, Black Panther, Rocket Raccoon, Spider-Man 2099, Captain Marvel, Doctor Strange, Gladiator Hulk, and then some variation of Captain America that I'm unable to identify. <laughs> so um, that's exciting, but then at the same time, those are all characters that are you know, owned by Disney, MCU. Yeah. So that's kind of, like, alluding towards the fact that there's probably going to be no Fantastic Four and X-Men. But, you know. Um, I liked, I really like the first one. I think it's really good. Um, yeah, it has a lot of really obscure Marvel heroes and villains and stuff. I think it's a really good game. I also really like Lego Star Wars The Force Awakens. 
uh, and just all the LEGO Star Wars games. And they're really, I like the level design because they put a lot of work into levels and free roam's fun and everything. So yeah, I really like those games. I think they're really well put together. Um, so yeah, last bit of news, uh, more Spider-Man because we have to talk about Spider-Man every week apparently. It's always <laughs> Spider-Man news. But Disney XD, um, a few months ago they canceled Ultimate Spider-Man, which is their ongoing animated Spider-Man show at the time, and that got canceled, and now we're getting a new one, which is just called Spider-Man, and it's coming to Disney XD, and we got the first kind of look at the animation style, and we got two images, one of them shows the Sinister Six, which is amazing, it looks really good, and then one of them shows, like, Miles, and Spider-Gwen, and, like, just all these different kind of, um, different universe Spider-Man, so... Yeah, it, it looks interesting, I guess. Kind of. Um, I don't... I'm not really complaining about Pokemon Spider-Man every week. Um, but anyways, the Sinister Six, they look amazing. Um, I like the Vulture's design. They look like the from Spider-Man Homecoming. While also throwing some comic looks in there. And um, Miles and Gwen, that's later in Ultimate Spider-Man 2, so... I hope it's not just retread of Ultimate Spider-Man. I hope it has a little bit more spectacular Spider-Man in it. And yeah, I'm gonna watch it when it comes out. Yeah, um, yeah, I think one of the reasons Ultimate Spider-Man kind of went downhill is because they went the whole Web Warriors thing, where it was like, um, uh, where it was like all these different, um, like I'm trying to think, Yo, universes. Yeah, it was like Spider-Verse, and uh, it got really out of hand, kind of. And I, I kind of lost interest. So one image, they released two images. So one of them looks like a really good Spider-Man show with the Sinister Six. And then one of them looks like literally like Spider-Man Web Warriors, just a retread with like really similar um, kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. I like Ultimate Spider-Man 2 until it got, uh, you know, um, yeah, the bunch of, like you said, the Web Warriors and then it got... Spider-Verse. I liked it better when it was a small show. He was working with S.H.I.E.L.D. and Luke Cage, Iron Fist, and White Tiger. I missed that. Yeah, that was... Yeah. Um. Yeah, I thought some of Ultimate Spider-Man was really good. I didn't like the voice acting. The animation was average. Um, but Spectacular Spider-Man is like one of my favorite animated shows ever. So if they go more along the lines of Spectacular Spider-Man, I think it'd be good where you don't try to introduce this huge world in the first season i think you should kind of work your way into the whole spider-verse shield kind of thing and you should you know develop a small scale kind of spider-man in new york for thing first and then kind of work your way into the whole shield and like spider-verse kind of thing um yeah, that's i wanted to see him do something like that but then again i like to think of ultimate spider-man as kind of a continuation because you know, he's in high school in Spectacular Spider-Man, and then Ultimate Spider-Man some brand new series. He's working with Chill, so I like to connect the two, even though they're not connected at all. Yeah, I think, yeah. I don't think we I know um, who's going to voice Peter in this one either. I hope it's Josh Keaton, because he's like an amazing voice actor, and Drake Bell is really bad, unfortunately. <laughs> like, as Peter Parker, the voice, he's really, really bad, so... I, I just pray it's not Drake Bell. That's that's all I hope for. Um, 
yeah, so I think that pretty much wraps up our podcast this week with no Derek and um, not a lot of news these past two weeks. But this Sunday we have an Alien Covenant review coming. So Derek couldn't make it to the podcast because he's going to watch Alien Covenant so he can review it for the channel, funny enough. So if you miss Derek, you can watch him this Sunday on the channel. Or you could check out uh, last week's video, which Chandler did, which was La La Land versus Superman, which is the best <laughs> video we've ever produced. Um, I just want to state that. It's extremely amazing. Thanks. And Warner Brothers thankfully backed off. They were about to take, <laughs> about to take down our video. Um, you know, they backed off, though, because I, I think I scared them off. But, Probably. And, yeah, and then a week from, the, from this Sunday, I'm doing a, a video, which you guys can't know about yet, but it's it's coming. And then we got a podcast in the week after and just a ton of stuff, character spotlights and articles and new people come to the come into the comic fade scene soon. So um yeah, so that's the podcast this week. Thank you guys for listening, whether you're on YouTube, iTunes or SoundCloud, and share it all over the place and retweet our tweets please. And uh yeah, so we'll see you guys in the next podcast and this Sunday on Derek's video. Um, bye. Bye Jeff Goldblum. Thank <laughs> you.